Hey guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining our Emerge 2020 podcast, your daily inspiration to enhance your faith journey. This Lenten season, we hope you will become closer to God, choose to live a faith-centered life, surround yourself with a community of believers, and pick yourself up when you fall and choose to keep going. Enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. Today is day four. Uh, Today we read about uh, Jesus in the desert uh, and how he spent 40 days in the desert to prepare um, for his death. I cannot simply imagine. But okay, as we begin, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Dear Lord, please protect us throughout this coming weekend and prepare us to walk through that desert in solitude, to think about you and the struggles that you went through. And despite all of those struggles, you still had a positive outlook and still were awaiting the coming um, of of our Lord Jesus and being prepared um, for what's to come in the future. This Lent, I pray that you guide each one of us in our faith journey and protect us as we move throughout these next 40 days. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right. So yes, as Jesus spent those 40 days in the desert, that is also a reflection on how we should be living our lives throughout Lent. As we think about Jesus in the desert and that solitude that we should be thinking throughout our life, we should also evaluate our own lives. You know, our society today has really taught us uh, to compare to one another, and especially with social media. Um, I don't know about you, but, you know, it, it's so tempting to go on Facebook or Instagram or others and, and see people living these perfect lives uh, because they're sharing their best of. And a lot of times, and I get it, people don't share the negative or the tough times and struggles. And you're starting to see more of that, that people are starting to be more real with their um, social media feeds. But at the same time, we should be considering how we should not be um, comparing ourselves to one another and thinking about, oh, look at that vacation that they're on and how, how they're having such a wonderful time. Man, I wish I was on vacation. Or wow, look at how close that marriage is and look at how their spouse treats them, buys them flowers or takes them to dinner or on, a, on an extravagant trip, whatever that might be. And, and we shouldn't be comparing to one another. Um, instead, God calls us to live in solitude during Lent. And I know a lot of people give up social media um, for Lent. And he, social media is a nice thing in that it can connect us and can keep us connected in a world where, you know, for instance, I have lived in many different places and social media allows me to stay connected with those people. But it's when we take that, that to the next level of starting to evaluate our own lives compared to others that it becomes a struggle. So I encourage you to think about how can you live your life uh, more in solitude and, and focusing internally on your own life, not comparing your own life to everyone else. So in today's gospel reading, we hear about Jesus going up to the tax collector. And uh, he went up to that tax collector. And in that time, they were not kind people. They were not people that 
um, anyone wanted to really associate with um, because they were the one taking everyone's money and quite frankly, ruining their livelihoods. But Jesus walks right up to the tax collector and says, come, follow me. And he drops everything and follows him. Do you think we could do that if Jesus came to you today? And remember, we might know, not know that it's actually Jesus when that happens. So if we drop everything and go and follow Jesus, how could our life be transformed? As Jesus also says in this, in this gospel reading, those who are healthy do not need a physician, but the sick do. I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but the sinners. So think about that. As he comes to the tax collector, it wasn't that he needed to go to all the people who had already found Jesus, but what he really needed to do was to go to those who were sick, who were struggling in their faith, who were choosing things that were not necessarily God's way. And so as we think about that, know that we are all sinners and don't feel bad about what your past has been like or maybe the decisions you make on a daily basis. But think about how God is calling to you in your own unique ways and his own unique ways and calling you to follow him and to live a life in his word. God knew that and that's why he gave his only son to die uh, for us and to forgive our sins. So as we look on reflection of the week, what I'd like to do each Saturday is kind of reflect back onto the week to the things that we talked about throughout the week and kind of summarize those. So as we lead into the weekend, we can start afresh and prepare for Sunday in, in that we're opening our hearts and minds to uh, the gospel on Sunday. And I encourage you all to consider coming to church. Um, know that uh, when we go to church, yes, part of it is for us and our own spiritual healing, but it's also for those who are around us and surrounding us. So think about how you could show up and make a difference for someone else. I wanna tell just a quick little story here. Um, in our church, we have the ability to live stream our masses to our assisted living facilities in our community, our nursing home and assisted facility, assisted uh, our nursing home and assisted living facility. And this is really valuable, especially in the wintertime, because <clears throat> there are many who can't get out of those um, facilities to come to church. Uh, they're either homebound there or due to the ice, snow, and uh, elements of, of winter weather, um, it's not safe for them to come to Mass. And so we had decided to stream the Masses live to them. Well, I'm also the IT person, if you will. Um, I'm not really an IT person, but I realize that everything is figure outable and I just make it work. Um, so as we first started this, I would go to the assisted living facility when it wasn't working um, or and, and had to get it up and running. So that one morning I was there and I helped to get it all up and running again and all the all the um, uh, residents were gathering and getting ready. They got their hymnals ready and they were all sitting um, and I decided that I would just stay through mass because by the time I got back to the church, I would have missed it. Um, and so I decided to stay there with them. And there were about 10 to 15 people joining, not just Catholics, but people uh, from all different faiths and, and religious backgrounds. They were all there joined together and watching the mass and participating in the mass, even singing and, and reading, reading the readings uh, along with them. 
And what was really neat is at the very end, or actually during communion, when everyone walks up to communion, um, the the folks there would say, oh, look at so-and-so. I used to be their neighbor. Or, oh, look at that little kid running around. I can just imagine almost every Sunday I'm sitting near the front, and so they can see me and my kids. And <laughs> I can only imagine what they're watching and seeing. However, <clears throat> what was really moving to me was at the very end when they said, you know, we just sure appreciate that you're doing this for us because we oftentimes don't get to see uh, all these people who we used to see on a daily basis. And that was so moving for me and to remember that when we go to Mass, it's not necessarily just about us and us being there for ourselves, but it's us being there in support of those within the community. And in our case, those we are live streaming to in the assisted living facility and nursing home. They may not get to see young people every day. They might not to get to see their old neighbors. And so when we show up to mass or to church um, and show up in our own communities, we can be there as an inspiration for others and to show up for others. So I encourage you to think about that this weekend as, as you consider going to church either tonight or tomorrow. Um, and think about who you might be able to show up for and make an inspiration to. So as we look at the reflection on this past week, we started with Ash Wednesday. And Ash Wednesday's message was that God forgives always, no matter your past, and, and realize that you are made for more. Sometimes it's a struggle for us to even forgive ourselves, but remember that God has already forgiven us. He knew that we would be sinners. He knew that we would be tempted by the devil. But no matter what, he forgives us if we ask for his forgiveness. And he wants us to go um, and share the good news of salvation with all people and help them, everyone, even non-believers, realize that they too have been saved by God's grace. Then on Thursday, we learned how we can rest in God's unconditional love. So have you ever taken that moment this week or in, in the coming weeks to just rest in God's love, to have that quiet time in your life and to realize God truly has blessed you? A lot of times we focus on the negative, but think about all the ways that <clears throat> God has truly blessed us in our lives and will continue to do so. Then yesterday was Friday and Friday we focused on fasting. Lent is a period of waiting and preparation and to encourage us to persevere, to keep on going and to keep looking forward. And so this Lent, we're encouraged to fast, to not just involve ourselves in immediate gratification, but to think about how we can wait for the coming of our Lord, but also those other daily things in our lives, whether that's the food we eat, whether that's um, wanting answers right away to our um, a hospital diagnosis or um, answers in our jobs. Uh, a lot of times we want that those answers right away um, or to have something right away. But Lent teaches us about fasting and waiting and preparation because the longer we wait for something, the more exciting it is and the more fulfilling it can be. Know that Jesus will come again to save all of us. But in the meantime, we must continue to prepare ourselves uh, for his coming and to share that good news with others in our communities by our actions, by our words, and the way we treat one another. I've been really inspired by the 40 days of Lent going around uh, Facebook and all the many people doing acts of kindness. That is absolutely wonderful to do um, and to prepare through this Lent by doing acts of, 
acts of uh, love uh, to share that with one another. So if you're considering that or you're doing that, thank you for that. It's really inspiring and, and to see that as well. The other thing I wanted to mention is I know that there are a lot of people struggling right now with death, um, having lost loved ones very close to them um, in the recent weeks and months uh, and even years. It's never easy for that to go away. But as we think about how Lent can help prepare us during those times of loss, it's knowing that Jesus too will come in the end again to save all of us. And once again, we will meet up with him um, in our final days. And we will be reunited with those who we have lost. It is a very difficult time, but continue to look to God and his guidance about how he might be able to guide your life and <clears throat> help you find hope in those darkest of days. So as we close for today, I, I pray that um, this coming weekend, I hear that it's supposed to be 60 degrees out today, is very fulfilling for you and that you're able to have a wonderful weekend full of joy and resting in God's love. So as we close, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, I pray that you continue to guide us in this faith journey. Help show us your way. Help us to understand your forgiveness and accept that forgiveness. Help us to rest in your love and know that you will love us unconditionally. And also help us to fast. Help us to abstain from those things that are calling us to immediate gratification and help us to be prepared for your next coming. In your name, I pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the journey and are preparing to emerge strengthened. 